Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas so you can grow beyond difficult transitions and evolve from those challenging moments that may have influenced your past but will not define your future. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve as we teach you the exact skills needed to attract and keep a lasting, emotionally healthy and conscious relationship. Now, please welcome your host, certified life dating and relationship coach, trauma professional, and best-selling author, Rihanna Milne. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Show 62 of the Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I'm your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne, coming to you every Friday on LessonsInLifeAndLove.com and on my app, Lessons in Life and Love, on the go. I'm all about helping you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you attract and have the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to change the way the world loves, so you'll learn how to have emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious love and how to avoid toxic, painful, traumatic relationships which just seem too prevalent today. It's time to help you create the life that you desire and have the love that you deserve. So if you have a personal question at any time, I invite you to meet with me for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session this week. You can sign up and get details at my website, rihannamilne.com. Also, I offer a free ebook at havetheloveyoudeserve.com that goes more into how to avoid toxic relationships and how to have emotionally healthy love. So let's dive in, love angels and transformers. Our show today is all about gratitude. And the reason I wanted to go into this topic is that with yesterday being Veterans Day, I am the fourth child of a military father. Jack H. Milne, rest his soul, was a colonel in the Air Force. And I used to remember always seeing him come home from his reserve meetings in his beautiful uniform as an Air Force colonel. And not only that, he also served in the FBI and the CIA, and our family didn't know that. Although we were wondering where dad was and when he was coming home, now that we knew towards the end of his life, he got a thank you letter from President Ronald Reagan at the time and William Casey, who ran the FBI and CIA, and I was very proud of him. And looking back, you know, the show is all about healing from childhood traumas and past love trauma. Now, I remember as a young girl asking, when's dad coming home? And my mom being a bit disgusted and saying, well, I don't know where he is and I don't know when he'll be home. That was kind of upsetting for a child. And that's what we call a no-fault abandonment. And as an adult, we can look back and say, you know, my dad had to work away from home. We didn't know that was his job. That was the curious thing. He was a very good track and field runner, a star. And he was number one in our country at the time. So I knew he was involved with the pen relays and track and field as we were growing up as an official at the events. So if he was gone, that's where I figured he was. But uh, I also understood he helped athletes get across what they called back then the Iron Curtain and helped a lot of athletes be able to compete globally. So he was quite a character, my dad, James Bond, 
And uh, I celebrate him today and my uncles who have also served. A shout out, a big virtual hug to my nephew, Ryan Lertzema, and his brother, Flynn, and sister, Shane, who all serve for the Army. And today, Ryan is post-service working at Ocean County College in New Jersey under the Veterans Affairs at that campus. So we are a proud military family, and every time Veterans Day comes along, since I am a global traveler, I have much more love and appreciation by seeing much of the world and all the freedoms that we in America have, all the luxuries that we have and are able to have if we're willing to work for them. I remember my trip last winter when I went to Bangkok, Bali, Singapore, and Indonesia, and in the poor areas of like Jakarta and so forth in Indonesia, stopping and they only had toilets with holes in the ground. So when I got home, I was so appreciative of my Western toilet. It was a luxury to find one over there. You had to stop in the nicer hotels or a nicer restaurant to find a toilet like that in that area of the world. Not so much Bali and, and Singapore, of course, but in the poorer areas as we were out touring, they did not have the Western toilets, as they called them. Just the little things. My daughter, Alexi Panos, she runs a charity putting water wells in Africa. It's called Epic. Everyday People Initiating Change. She runs this with her best friend, Tanil Amor. And they have been putting water at wells in since Alexi was 20. And today they have over 21 water wells in Tanzania area. And I do want to go see her work, but she said, Mom, it's going to be hard for you to go to where we stay at the villages. And she said a couple of things. Well, there are no toilets. There's only holes in the ground. And you know, at night, we sleep on a mattress, and then they put like a mosquito net tight over us. But we see the rats crawling up over the nets at night. And of course, I would be totally scathed out and have nightmares the rest of my life, post-traumatic stress. And here's my youngest daughter going over there and living amongst the people of the villages to relate to them and help them and educate, as well as bring in fresh water wells. They're also doing school projects and trainings so that they can sustain themselves over a lifetime. She says, and the cockroaches come out at night. And I said, yeah, honey, that would be difficult for me. You know, I just commend her and Tennille and, and their volunteers that go to these poor areas of our world. Um, so when I hear these stories and have lived them to a small degree, I certainly am so grateful for the freedoms and luxuries that we have in America. And I just want you all to kind of reflect on that this week. I don't just look at Thanksgiving as a gratitude day. I look at November as gratitude month. So that's why I wanted to hit on gratitude for this podcast today. I'll start out with a reading from the day book of gratitude, how to live each day with a thankful heart. It's a Blue Mountain Arts Collection book. I love these little poetry collection books. They're very good for motivation. It says, there is a wonderful life waiting to be lived. Celebrate it today. Life is too short to put off living until tomorrow. Live it fully. Love its changes and choices. Let it surprise you. Let it show you new ways of doing old things. Let it help you explore and discover. Let it introduce you to people you have never known, to dreams you have never, ever dreamed, to seeds that you have not sown. 
Let life take away some of your worries and caress your woes. Let it help you wonder and laugh and love. Let it show you how to rise with the sun and aim for the stars. Let it reveal how to reach out and become all that you are. Let life challenge and encourage you. Let it stimulate and arouse you. Let it embrace and enfold you. Let it show you the majesty of a simple, peaceful morning, and let it show you the miracle of your complexity. Let it help you find your belief and discover your God. Let it amaze you with its possibilities. Let life help you realize that it is what you make it and that it can be everything you want it to be. And that's by Colin McCarty. Speaking of new changes, I have a Facebook page that's called ACOA. Anyone can overcome abusive childhood and love trauma. So if you want to join that page, you're just clicking in, answering a few questions. And I am starting on Wednesdays at 1130 Eastern time and 830 AM Pacific time midweek motivation. And I will be signing on live at those times in that Facebook group to answer your questions about any past trauma, whether it's childhood or relationship trauma, questions about boyfriends, girlfriends, exes, children that you're struggling with, partners you're struggling with, any type of questions about life, love, business, or parenting. So that pretty much opens the door. And I'll be on there for a few minutes as long as people are asking questions, but it will be a weekly check-in leading with a motivational story or reading or quote. Um, having a message for the day, and then answering any questions or concerns. So do join me on the ACOA Facebook. And as always, my main Facebook page is Coach Rihanna Milne. If you like the page, you will get all the announcements of the shows that I have coming up that week and in the near future, whether that's podcasts or summits. They are always announced there and you get a special invitation link where you can join those events for free. That is at Coach Rihanna Milne Facebook page. So I'll be watching for you there. Also, if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, that's Rihanna Milne and you can get the podcast there and all your favorite apps as well. So let's go into the power of gratitude. Appreciating what you've got can help you survive and even thrive in life, especially during the tough times. Human nature tends to be that we have this pity me attitude when you're going through a hard time. You think nobody else has had it as hard as you. You say, why me? You curse the gods. You plead with the gods. If you help me through this one, God, I'll be good for the rest of my life whatever that looks like for you, but having gratitude about what you do have really empowers you and helps you through the tough times, the difficult times, and when you feel you don't have something that you want. It's really great to start your morning with the attitude of gratitude is what my clients and I call it. And we do a morning meditation for 15 minutes. It's a four-step meditation where you do your deep breathing first, and then the second step is attitude of gratitude. So we start out, thank you, God, for my many blessings. Thank you for, and we list everything that we feel grateful for. And for me, it's my daughters, my grandchildren, our health, my clients' healing, 
our homes, our safety in and outside of the homes, things like that, just everyday things, the beautiful sunny day. These are the things, the everyday blessings that so many people don't stop to think about or to give thanks over except on Thanksgiving day. And you're really missing it if you don't do it every day for yourself. Because as you do get older, the studies show that people get more appreciative of the people in their lives and the comforts that they have that makes them feel loved, peaceful, and content. And one study said that for every 10 years of life, gratitude increases by 5%. And that it definitely is beneficial to our bodies, minds, and our souls. People who are grateful on a regular basis and a daily basis who acknowledge the goodness in their life and the sources of it are generally healthier and happier and they live longer. And their partners love them much more because they're happier people and they're easier to get along with. They're more peaceful, they're more kind, they're more loving. When people are more grateful, they feel more alive, alert, and it definitely strengthens love and family relationships when you feel grateful for the people in them. Definitely for your friendships. Do you tell your friends, thank you for being my friend. I love you, my friend. Thank you for being present in my life and listening to me when I have a down day. Because if you're throwing a lot of your BS on your friends and never saying thank you or giving gratitude, believe me, it gets old. You may see them starting to wean away from you and time spent with you. So be a good friend and show appreciation. You know, when I have couples in my office, when I had my therapy center, the number one complaint the men had in a heterosexual couple was, she never gives me thanks. I never feel appreciated. Thank your partner for the everyday little things. Thank you, hon, for cutting the lawn. It looks great. Husbands, thank your wives. Thanks, honey, for washing my clothes that were in the hamper. Thank you for this delicious meal you cooked for me today. Because when you stop thanking your partner, they don't feel appreciated, they don't feel loved, they don't feel cherished. It's really important for the happiness of a relationship to notice on a regular and daily basis the kind niceties that people do for you, especially your partner or your children or your parents even. I know our lives are busy and the bigger stressors we have in the lives, people tend to get really caught up in work and what's going wrong instead of stopping and thinking about what's going right. I mean, in general, they say Americans really lack in gratitude and need to start working on that to feel happier, more empowered, more peaceful people. It's funny, they say gratitude is the most changeable character strength because it's about mindfulness, right? Something anybody can do. However, the studies show about four to 5% of people actually practice mindfulness on a regular and daily basis. We also say people who are spiritually based. There are not many of them, and I don't mean religious, I mean spiritual, which is a way of being and feeling 24-7. That, again, is only about 4 to 5% of the population. They say genetics account for half of our happiness level, and the other half is under our daily control. The benefits of daily gratitude and mindfulness is immediate. You feel happier and more peaceful. Your health is better in the long run. There definitely are studies and research showing that the blood pressure is lower, you have a stronger immune system, 
definitely better and more regular sleep, fewer bouts of depression. And it's because you appreciate the little things. So these become buffers against any stress that's coming your way. And stress becomes more manageable. As I teach my clients, we are always practicing to live in the light. If you visualize the yin-yang symbol in your mind, where one paisley is light and the other is dark, the light paisley is where love, happiness, gratitude, peace, calm, respect, joy, bliss for your work, purpose in life, those friendship, anything that makes you feel really good and happy is living in the light. So the little black dot represents challenges or stress that may come up. But when you're so full of light and gratitude, when these little stressors come up, you just calmly say, hmm, how can I look at that differently? Or what is the messages trying to tell me? Maybe I'm going in the wrong direction. In Buddhism, they call the winds of change a way to force you from thinking or being one way into another. It is a transitional time period. And when you're living in the light, you see it and you make the change calmly and peacefully. You don't get upset, you don't force things, you kindly say, okay, this isn't working out and there's gotta be a way for it. What would be my plan B or my plan C? How could I think outside of the box and make a change? You do get the most bliss from feeling gratitude for people and experiences rather than for things. So much of our American people are wrapped up in consumerism, buying label brands, when really nobody cares what label you're wearing. They do care if you're kind, loving, peaceful, honorable, act in integrity. Those things matter. Are you putting too much value on objects in your life? Yes, we all like to have a nice home to live in and a reliable and clean car. Of course, a new outfit can make you feel confident and good from time to time. But if you're caught up in the consumerism of things, you're going to find that that does not make you happy. It may make you temporarily happy, but you have to look at what does make you happy deep down. And you have most of those things in your everyday life, like freedom, fresh running water, food on the table, grocery markets, things that us in America, we are so, so lucky with what we have, our freedoms to enjoy what we choose to enjoy. Television, look at every day in your life what you get to enjoy that many people around the globe do not. They say the top sources of gratitude in the United States, number one is our families. I can see that. Number two, the freedoms of living in America. And that's why I have such gratitude for our veterans and our civil servants. Three is our good health. Four, our close friends. And five, the ability to practice religion of our choice. Now, I'm surprised it doesn't say grateful for our partners. <laughs> I would add that in number four, that should be there. Maybe that's under number one as well, our families. The people in your life make a huge difference. So if you don't have a friend, cultivate a friend. Get a friend by being a friend, making a friend, making the first move. If you suggest getting coffee, don't sit back waiting for that new acquaintance to call you and get for coffee. Be proactive and call them and say, it was great meeting you. How about we meet up this day or that day to get the coffee that we talked about? Be proactive and make a friend. Once you have that friend, cherish that friendship and they can be lifelong. I think back to my friends going back 
oh my gosh, 20 years, my close friends were still with me. And all the way back to high school, I have still friends. And since kindergarten, I have those friends on my Facebook as well. It's really beautiful. They also say if you have a gratitude journal that you seem to be 25% happier than those that don't. So recording in a notebook every day, maybe jotting something down, beautiful that happened for you day in your iPhone, and then reread it when you're feeling down or have a down day. You'll see that you'll say I'm a very lucky person to have so much in my life when you keep a journal of all the good things you have. Do count your blessings, especially when life's not going great. This is when we have to do the mindset work to remind you of all the blessings you do have and all the good things that are going on for you. Feeling gratitude is only half of the equation, though. You need to express it to others to get the full benefits. So again, saying thank you, showing appreciation in many different ways, greeting your partner at the door when they come home, telling your children you're proud of them that day doing the little things for your friends and neighbors out of the blue, bringing flowers home to your partner for no reason, just to say, just to tell you, I love you, honey. Those are the things that make people feel great. Expressing gratitude is key to a strong relationship. It gives immediate feedback. Again, saying thank you for the little things that go on every day in your life. It's hard to be angry or resent your partner when they continually tell you nice things and words of appreciation. Being personal and specific about gratitude is more important than expressing lots of it. Be specific about what they've done or be general. Either way, make sure that you are showing love and gratitude. To wrap up today's lesson, I'm going to read to Choose an Attitude of Gratitude by John Homer Miller. Your living is determined not so much by what life brings to you as by the attitude you bring to life. Not so much by what happens to you as by the way your mind looks at what happens. Circumstances and situations do color life, but you have been given the mind to choose what that color will be. Love that one. In summary, what can you do today, this week, and this month to show your love and gratitude to the people that are important in your life, to your partner, your children, your parents, your friends, and to everyday strangers. I challenge you to show gratitude for the rest of November and see how you feel. And once you do this practice, do it on a regular basis and it will change your life. Okay, love angels and transformers, that is all we have time for today. I appreciate you sharing the love and the mission of helping me change the way the world loves by sending the show link to your friends that you love and care about. Please take a moment to subscribe to Lessons in Life and Love on your favorite app platform and give me a five-star rating and comment on what you liked about the show. And if you want to learn something new in an upcoming podcast, just reach out to me on the podcast website, LessonsInLifeAndLove.com, where you can also watch all the archive shows and you can easily share the show from there as well. Remember, you can reach out for help at any time with me during the week at my website, rihannamilne.com, and get the free love test on my website, which will start you on your way to self-awareness and mindfulness, as well as the free ebook at havetheloveyoudeserve.com. And as always, I am here to help you create the life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. Have a very blessed, fabulous, and grateful week.
want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Your personal journey of life and love transformation has only just begun. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a life and love transformation discovery session with Rihanna. Just contact Rihanna with your questions and to tell her your story at RihannaMilne.com. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.